Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Eileen Franco. Eileen is a certified holistic wellness coach from the International Association of Wellness Professionals. She helps businesswomen to solve their challenges with perimenopause and menopause. And as a businesswoman herself, having gone through this transition, she knows how it impacts our daily lives and our career. She ended up on short-term disability. Based on her experience, she is uniquely positioned to help women reverse their current state of well-being. She uses the same natural tools and strategies with her clients to transition them to a healthier diet and lifestyle that will better serve them, kickstart their metabolism so that they can lose weight and create a physical transformation. She's been a guest on several podcasts speaking about how to navigate menopause successfully and letting go to find your flow. She's been featured as a holistic wellness coach in the ultimate guide to becoming your best self from the International Association of Wellness Professionals, monthly newsletters and social media events. Eileen has three children and worked in corporate America for 36 years. After experiencing a health breakdown eight months into her transition to perimenopause and having to reclaim her own health, she resigned from her corporate job to align with her heart and help other women during this transition. To educate them on what is happening during this natural process, and what they can do to recover their body with natural solutions. She's also working with organisations who are willing to create a space to support women transitioning into this new phase of their lives. Welcome, Eileen. Thank you, Magic. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for joining me. And Just off air, we were talking a little about menopause and all the little gifts that it gives us women. and. You know, who knew that in this day and age, menopause would be such an issue? Because certainly in previous eras, you know, it was just a a point in time where women weren't having any more babies. And now it's such an upheaval in our lives. What do you think is behind that? Is it that we're consuming so many exogenous estrogens? Is it our lifestyle? What do you think is really making that change so awful for some people? Well, Magic, I think there is uh, several factors that is contributing to the situation that is happening with menopause and why it's being talked about more now than ever. 
Although there still seems to exist a stigma in society about menopausal women, nonetheless, these symptoms and health issues that arise have a lot to do with most, basically what you've mentioned, all of it, your lifestyle. How is your lifestyle? Are you constantly a woman on the go, uh, stressed out, overwhelmed, piling on more stuff on your plate? with an inability to say no. Stress not only contributes to our health issues, but it contributes to the symptoms of menopause. And it also contributes to not helping us lose weight. So stress is one of the underlying, one of the major underlying causes of the menopausal symptoms that we experience. And it contributes, and that is because of our lifestyle. Our lifestyle has a lot to do with it. The current lifestyle that you had up until you started transitioning no longer serves you. I learned that the hard way and ended up in short-term disability due to being under a lot of stress for several years and not sleeping because of stress. It took a toll in my body. I also believe that uh, our agricultural practices the pesticides, the chemicals that is being sprayed on our food heavily contributes to that. We are ingesting toxins every day, even through the cup, through the lid of a coffee cup, because that coffee, that lid is plastic and that contains toxins in it. So those two things are huge. We're constantly eating outside at restaurants. We're socializing. And uh, we do that mostly through food. And unfortunately, the agricultural practices and the farming are using chemicals that are really not, are heavily sprayed. And then you have the estrogen mimickers, food that mimic estrogen that can contribute to giving us additional diseases. So we have to be very careful with what we're eating and take care of our body even more so. Couldn't agree more. And hasn't soy become, I guess, everyone's wonder food? You know, we're going for soy lattes. And you were talking about the estrogen mimickers. Soy is just so bad for you. Like, how did it become this fake hero? Well, I'm not too familiar with how soy, I I was reading up on it and You know, there is conflicting stories about soy. I myself keep away from it because I read that the only way to consume soy is organically. You do not want to go ahead and ingest soy that it's not organically grown because it does um, increase and it mimics estrogen, but it does. Some people find relief in it, but some people have reported that they have had health issues with it. So I believe it's all based on your biochemical individuality, that 5% that makes us unique and how your body's going to react to it. But I would need to be more versed in it, uh, Magic, to be able to give a more complete, thorough answer. Sure. Maybe I should do a whole episode on soy for everyone. I think I will. Yeah. So look, let's get on with these questions I ask the same questions of all my guests and everyone gives me an array of answers which is totally mind-blowing so here's your first one what can your expertise do to accelerate health 
Well, given my transition into perimenopause and the havoc it caused my health, right? It took, um, I ended up in short-term disability eight months later. And that alone was a big traumatic event in my life and it changed the course of my my life and my career. I had gone to my doctor's appointment, my doctor to ask for alternative solutions. And she said to me, there was nothing that she could give me unless I wanted medication. And that's the way it was going to be going forward to get used to it. And I didn't want that for my health. I didn't want medication because we know that it increases the likelihood of contracting either strokes, breast cancer, cardiovascular disease, so much more, right? So it took me down several rabbit holes and finding a solution to my midlife crisis. And I became a guinea pig in trying multiple strategies that functional medicine doctors recommend for women who are transitioning into perimenopause. So the solutions I found started to alleviate my most pressing issues. I then continued to implement strategy upon strategy and was able to recover my health and well-being after having experienced a health breakdown. So today I created that program that I put myself through is how I'm able to also help women um, reverse their perimenopause or menopausal symptoms much faster than I was able to, because again, I was a guinea pig at the time. I wanted to see how my body reacted, what worked, what didn't. And now having several clients gone through this and seeing their amazing results in eight weeks, I know that I'm on the right track and it's possible. Terrific. And so your program covers 12 areas of wellness. Can you tell us just a few of those? Yes. The areas that it covers are we detox the body, reducing cellular inflammation. We balance hormones, definitely our diet. We definitely build our microbiome. We improve our sleep. Basically, areas that are very important for a woman to keep top of mind when transitioning into perimenopause or menopause because they're, they are integrated and related. And if one area is out of balance, you're definitely going to feel the effects in others. It's like a snowball effect. So my program covers 12 areas that are very important to bring the body back in balance holistically on a holistic level. Great. Now we do talk about wealth here and it's not just financial, but also personal and emotional wealth. So what are your top tips to creating wealth? Well, I believe wealth encompasses having a complete balance in all areas of your life, but we know that's very hard to keep track of and very hard to do, right? Because we're always juggling so many hats in our lives. And there are definitely things that directly impact us and indirectly impact us. But most people tend to focus only on a few. People tend to only focus on diet and exercise, rest, hydration, which is priority. But there are also other areas we must take a closer look at. How is our relationship? Is it toxic? Is it peaceful? How's our finances, our mindset? our spirituality? Are you waking up to your purpose and passion? Have you found it? 
In regards to personal, I believe we must keep our health and well-being top of mind. We have to take time to daily implement self-care practices and routines that will consistently and over time improve our well-being. As we age, it is even more important to do so. We can't continue to put ourselves on the back burner and pour from an empty cup. What are some of your tips to financial wealth for all the women out there? You know, obviously, when we hit menopause, there's a lot changing in our lives, but maybe our purpose has changed. We're no longer raising children. We might be re-entering the workforce. We might be looking at leaving the workforce and starting out on our own. Like there's a lot of changes, not just physically in our lives. So what are some tips for financial wealth? In regards to financial, I believe that especially when we're in midlife and we're transitioning, we have to really work with a financial advisor to help us look at our options because they are expert in their areas and they know what's available and what's what can help us achieve financial stability and security much faster. I know that for in my situation, because I have I reclaimed my health but also recreated my career, I was able to prepare in advance um, by my finances, resources that I have saved. It's very important to make sure that you have a savings fund for a rainy day or for when you do want to make a change in your life or career. It's important to cross out or eliminate things that are not necessary to do. For instance, if you constantly are shopping, which is one of the things that I would do when I was feeling kind of down or depressed, I would go shopping. And once I became aware of that pattern, I stopped doing that and redirected that into something more healthier. And in turn, it helped me to save money. So those are the few tips that I can offer but there's tons of them. And I was a financial advisor myself. You really need to be able to try to target it and get out of your debt. If you have debt, it's very important to create a plan that you can clear your debts and it's possible. And again, you can work with a financial advisor that can show you tips on how to do that. And how would you suggest that women approaching this transitional time in life increase their emotional wealth? If there's anything that I've learned throughout all these years is that people project onto you what's inside of them. You need to be able to identify when people are coming at you, projecting onto you what is not yours but theirs instead. They're projecting what's inside of them onto you. It's very important that we become emotionally intelligent because it will greatly benefit from those type of projections that are being directed at you. You're able to not take it personally, but in turn, you're able to help the person realize, hey, this is really not coming from me. It's something that you feel inside yourself. It will help to save a lot of tears and suffering. That's one of the things that I greatly am glad that I was able to learn because people were projecting onto me all the time and I always took it personal until I realized, wait a minute, this is not me. This is 
them. And this is how they feel about themselves. This is how they see their situation. This is something going on within them. So becoming emotionally intelligent is very important. It certainly is. And really understanding who you are, the fact that your body is making some changes doesn't mean that you're changing. Really knowing what you stand for, who you are, what's important to you, rather than basing it on, you know, I'm getting a little fatter, my hormones are changing, I'm slowing down. That's all peripheral. That's external. That's not who you are. Totally agree, Magic. I always say this. Self-love is really fully self-acceptance. We fully have to accept ourselves in whatever shape, form, size we are in because that's the greatest form of self-love you can give yourself. And it really doesn't warrant us any worry comparing ourselves to anyone else because everyone else's journey, body, health is totally different. We are changing and our body does change. And I myself gained 20 pounds, but I wasn't worried about it. I was going through a transition that I was not aware of. And I tried to find what best way I could support my body. And, you know, when you look at things from more of a health benefit than a cosmetic one, I believe you have more success. Totally. And you just mentioned gaining 20 pounds. So I think in kilos, that's about 10 kilos. We do talk about weight loss here. And I guess many of us want to hear that if you struggled with your weight, what was your trigger to losing it? And also, what did you find were the key factors in that weight gain? Was it stress? Was it hormonal changes? And how did you combat that? So in 2017, I started having weight gain unexpectedly without really understanding where it was coming from. I've always been one to work out and exercise. That's what I thought wellness was, of course, until I had a health breakdown that led me to learn so much more of what that encompasses. But I was gaining weight and what triggered it was that I tried to work out and change my diet several times and my body was not budging. In hindsight, in 2019, when I transitioned into perimenopause, I understood that I was already transitioning into midlife, but was not aware of it at the time. It just became more apparent in 2019 when I started experiencing erratic symptoms and my body was just having chaos every day. So what triggered me to try to lose weight was the how I was feeling, really. My hormonal imbalances due to the transition into perimenopause the symptoms I was experiencing every day, episodic symptoms like hot flashes, sweating. And I didn't want to continue living my life like that. Uh, my doctor told me to get used to it. This is the way it was going to be moving forward, but you can't call that a life living with those symptoms. So that really was the trigger for me to try to find a solution to the hormonal imbalances and at the same time, figuring out 
what was going on, how to bring balance back to my body, figuring, understanding that stress was one of the biggest uh, underlying causes. Toxins in my body was the second underlying cause. And the third one was my diet. That really set me up for success because understanding that those three affected my body and how it affected my body, not only in my symptoms, but in gaining weight, that helped me to get on track with bring, bringing balance back into my body and taking um, supplements to help um, in that endeavor. I think it needs to be noted here that as we approach menopause, we can't do the things that we used to do. So going on a low-calorie diet to lose weight is one of the worst things that you can do because you're no longer making hormones from your brain ovary axis. You're making them from your brain adrenal axis at the transition time. And if you're not using that axis correctly, then you actually need body fat to make the hormones. So this is why we gain that spare tire, you know, low down, sitting on the hips, and we go, oh, we'll go on a low-calorie diet. That is just reducing your estrogen way too quickly, and that is what will give you your hot flashes. That is what will give you your night sweats because you're not equipping your body with what it needs, which is good fats, to make your hormones. And you mentioned exercise. There's another point that going for a run when you're in menopause or going into menopause, it's probably not the best idea because your body sees that as a stress. And having just mentioned the brain adrenal axis, that's your stress axis. So if you're adding extra stress at menopause time, your body gets confused and so it sees the stress of running as a threat. So you're much better off doing body weight exercises, resistance exercises, leisurely walks, anything you can do to bring that stress down. Do you have any other tips to bring stress down? Yes. So stress is, uh, is the overproduction of cortisol, which is, of course, done by the adrenals. And many women in the population, well, at least in the U.S. population, 66% of women have adrenal fatigue. And that has a lot to do with, of course, having the busy lifestyle. We have a hormone hierarchy and we have to take into account that hormone hierarchy. And, and that is one of the, the hormones. The top one is, think of it as an org chart. You have oxytocin, which is your number one, which is your love hormone. And then you have cortisol. Oxytocin controls cortisol. And then you have cortisol controlling, controlling insulin. If you can't control cortisol, your insulin will also be high, causing you to store fat. And that is why stress affects your inability to lose weight. So in order to reduce stress, um, not only what you've mentioned, exercise, you can't do strenuous exercises because then your body thinks it's stressing and then insulin will start storing fat. And this is what happens when we gain weight. Um, there are techniques that I use to address stress. And it, again, this goes to having a self-care routine in place every day 
that you keep improving on and adding on. So for instance, doing breathing techniques, taking time in your day to close your eyes and meditate or pray, whichever your, your preferences are. Doing yoga. Yoga, it was my go-to when I experienced my health breakdown. And it really calms you down. It brings stress down. Um, taking a walk, breathing exercises, listening to music, crocheting is one of my best, or knitting for those that knit. Really to try to get your mind off stress, any strenuous um, situation or thoughts that you're having because stress is not meant to stay in your body. Stress is meant to pass through. And when it stays in your body, that's when it creates a lot of habit. So it's very important to be able to implement daily routines, just the ones like I mentioned, but also journaling is another great one that you can do. Gratitude, prayers, meditation, focus on what you have and what you don't have. And again, say no if you have too much on your plate. Some great tips there, very useful tips, and I hope the listeners do implement their self-care strategy. Now, we love freebies here, and you can give the listeners an ebook, the top three tips to start rebalancing your hormones. That can be found at www.radiantwellnessco.com slash rebalancing hyphen hormones. That is a great gift to offer the listeners and I urge everyone to get onto that ebook and really gain the wisdom on rebalancing your hormones. We've discussed how important they are. Now you can be found on Instagram at Radiant Wellness Co, LinkedIn, Radiant Wellness Co, and there's a Facebook group, Create Hormone Balance. Eileen, it's been fantastic having you here for episode 129. And in episode 130, I'd like to ask you to come back and talk more about all things perimenopause and menopause. Thank you, Magic, for having me on your show. I'm very happy and grateful that you gave me the opportunity to provide value to your listeners. And yes, please grab those freebie because that's the foundation of where to begin to restart balancing your hormones. And I look forward to I'll come back to the next episode to talk about perimenopause and menopause. Fantastic listeners. Thank you so much for your time. This was your episode 129 of A Magical Life. And now listeners go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.